SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. It is 23 minutes after 3 o'clock in conversation next with uh, Dr. John Streamlau, Honorary Professor of International Relations at Wits University. So the U.S. State Department has published an advisory urging its citizens not to invest in Uganda and Zimbabwe, warning them about endemic corruption and a lack of respect for human rights as some of the key reasons why they shouldn't do business with these two countries. Dr. Streamlaw now joining us on the line to tell and help us make sense of this. Uh, Dr. Streamlaw, is this anything that's unprecedented where a government would tell its citizens where to invest their money? Well, it's an advisory, and the U.S. government is issuing advisories to American citizens all of the time, as you know. Uh, so that this one is a little unusual in that it singles out uh, Uganda and Zimbabwe. Uh, the Ugandan situation is complicated by the fact that uh, their draconian anti-gay legislation, which you know has two homosexuals uh, on death row for uh, committing uh, crimes against the Ugandan state, I guess uh, by engaging in in gay activities and. And there, there's a large gay population in the United States, as there is here, and it is politically active. And so it is signaling that, uh, that it, we, we, the U.S. stands for human rights, I suppose. But there's all sorts of questions of double standards. And in the case of Zimbabwe, it's more um, focused on, on, on corruption and state, state abuse of power, including the uh, banning of uh, foreigners from from small retail uh, sector uh, operations, uh, which uh, I, I don't think we could get away with here, even though xenophobia tends to be at that local level where where jobs are, are scarce and, and com- competition is intense. Has there ever been an advisory that has been issued by the State Department encouraging its citizens not to invest, for instance, in um, the UAE, where um, LGBTQI people as well also face the similar, or um, probably not exactly the same as what we see in Uganda, um, but where their rights are also being violated? Well, sometimes there there are restrictions on engaging uh, a country like Iran, uh, which is uh, uh, considered to be an adversary of the United States, and and it's not necessary for North Korea, of course. But on the UAE, you know, here we we have the Palestinian question, which is uh, staring us in the face. And um, I don't know um, whether um, there's ever been... uh, uh, an effort to single out, as I mentioned, I alluded to the double standards issue. You can always, you know, there are 193 sovereign states in the world, and why these two, and and uh, what's the history of it? And, and and I'm smiling a little bit because it seems to me I haven't seen the the, the film in in some time, but but the Gold Mafia, which Al Jazeera mm-hmm. produced on on the stealing that's going on with complicity from Western banks, by the way. Uh, in, in converting and uh, in, in, in complicity in the in the South African case uh, to convert this uh, this gold so that you can keep the Managua government afloat in in Zimbabwe and it goes into the millions and millions of dollars a year 
uh, is is run through uh, the, the Gulf states, and I think it was UAE that was uh, singled out in that film. But I, I'm I'm stressing my I'm stressing my memory now a bit. Yeah, and also looking at um, this decision that has been taken, or at least the advisory from um, the uh, U.S. State Department following um, the decision that has been taken by the World Bank as well that has said that it will hold new lending to Uganda over anti-LGBTQI laws. And it would seem as though that um, the USA is aligning itself with this decision that has been taken by the, by, by, by the World Bank. Do they run the risk at all of being accused of weaponizing investment? Well, <laughs> any decision by government runs the risk of being accused by those who oppose the decision and are critical of the decision. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in, in the middle of this uh, debate about um, uh, South African uh, pro-Palestinian, which I support, uh, uh, position relative to the U.S. and the U.S. Uh, gearing up uh, support for Israel, but also trying to act as a restraining influence on Israel because no one would gain from an escalation of that conflict. And so a lot of stuff that goes on often goes on behind the scenes. But in the case of Uganda and Zimbabwe that we're talking about now, they decided to go public in offering an advisory opinion. And uh, what they do privately talking to companies uh, if they bother to do that but the you know the 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 economies of Uganda and Zimbabwe are relatively small I don't think there's a lot of investment going in from the US but I haven't tracked the numbers on that uh, but I, I I would be surprised because they're very problematic uh, environments I mean you know Museveni has been in power for decades and and wants to um, uh, continue to be and, and uh, 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 was working for President Carter who, who claimed he spent more time on Lancaster House but knew Zimbabwe I mean knew, knew Mugabe as a, as a dictator from the, from the get-go and uh, and his successor is is uh, is no better uh, and the Zimbabwean people are down, flooding down here so uh, because mm-hmm. they can't get any work in, in Zimbabwe so I don't think uh, other than than uh, the, the mining sector, which is profitable and which uh, has attracted foreign investors, that there's much to to, uh, to talk about. Uh, certainly not in the in the commercial sense. And you don't see um, the USA also now singling singling out more states. Like this is one move. So perhaps this is a move that becomes that is unprecedented. However, though we could see more states also following suit. Yeah, you could, you could uh, but uh, again, it's it's a very complicated world, and it's a complicated by the fact that uh, the 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 U.S. is is uh, dysfunctional domestically uh, in many ways, uh, uh, analogous to the problems we have domestically here. That complicates uh, Cyril Ramaphosa's effort to provide the leadership for Africa and beyond. And, uh, and 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 until you get the with democracy in particular, until you get your domestic house in order, your foreign policy uh, doesn't really um, uh, uh, resonate authoritatively on issues that you really have a consensus on and that you care about. And, and look at the the, the, the Republicans are, are 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 
dis becoming disenchanted with the Ukrainian in initiative, and we don't know where the uh, money is going to come from for for uh, a budget. And and uh, given the dysfunctionality of the House of Representatives and the lack of leadership there, so you know it's it's uh, it's a very confused picture. But um, I would rather have a democracy that allows for freedom of expression like we're doing right now than uh, a closed system like uh, Russia or China. Thank you so much for your time. Dr. John Streamler, Honorary Professor of International Relations at Wits University.